Red Blooded Outdoors podcast. That is the name of this podcast. Are you, I mean, are you ready, son? I'm always ready. This, I, this was ridiculous waiting on you to get ready. Not really. Well, you, for some reason, you want to turn sideways. I was and, trying a new style. And try trying to have some swag in, in the podcast. I was trying a new, a new relaxed style. See how I'm sitting all like this, sitting all straight up on the mic and everything? That's just trying to be chilled, laid back. That wasn't what you was doing a while ago. He was all cocked sideways, and I know that was trying. I was trying to be more chilled and laid back. You done got yourself wedged in between the wall, right there. Yeah. And then you had to take your keys off, and you got a what? Where did the pile of books come from over there? Uh, the bookstore. I don't know. We've had these Foxfire books forever. I don't even know where they come from. Probably storage unit or something. Well, why? Yeah, because we used to do the. We was doing getting storage units. My mom and stepdad was way before that TV show, Storage Wars, was even out. <laughs> bidding on storage units. You remember when you was a little? I mean, just a little old, little bitty ratchaloon. Going to them storage units and cleaning them boogers out. Yeah. My whole childhood was cleaning out storage units. It it was sort of like a dang treasure hunt, though. You know, now, Yeah. very rarely did you find something just super-duper spectacular like they do on the, the show. Yeah, where they find stuff that's worth thousands of dollars and but, stuff. But now we're getting all storage units from a bunch of hillbillies anyway. Yeah. We're getting them. Rock March, Cedartown, Paul County storage unit, son. Yeah. Every once in a while, we'd go fur off. Yeah. And get some. Not a lot, though. So you think them books come out of a storage unit? Probably. that This one book, the Foxfire 3, in the front of it, it has the date of 1976. Really? So I didn't think it got bought any time around this time. Right. So That's when you were born. But what? this is what I'm asking you is okay so we didn't record the podcast yesterday and we normally uh-huh. record them on mondays unless we have a guest then we record whenever the guest can be on and then we put them out on monday nights which they launch primarily on tuesday yeah but i went up to the three of seven studios and was a guest on their podcast correct and i said cooney why don't you step outside the box and do the podcast by yourself why don't you talk about something by yourself come up with your own topic give us your ideas your opinion your thoughts and i even said cooney it could be 20 minutes 30 minutes, 45 minutes. I said, you know what? It don't even matter if it's 12 minutes. Just put us something out there, Cooney. No, I don't feel like doing that. I'm not going to. There will, there will never, mark my words, there will never be an episode where it is just me or just you. I won't let it happen. Wow. So you're saying. Because I have, there are a lot of podcasts out there where it's just somebody sitting there talking. 
And it is really, really weird to hear people talk just by themselves. Hmm. Well, that you remember that? Well, it wasn't by itself. He did have Stoney and all them in it. You remember that podcast we listened to in the red clay? Yeah. The story of the Dixie Mafia. Yeah, I remember. It. Look, if y'all, if y'all like a good true story, in the red clay, it is the story. What they the, call a true crime podcast. Yeah, of uh, Billy Sunday. It is bad to the bone. In the red clay, it's the story of the Dixie Mafia. But that guy, I can't remember his name. A lot of well, a lot of that's just him. Telling things that he learned, you know what I mean. Yeah, but it's got that. It's got that. The people coming in and talking to him. He's like interviewing people. Yeah, all throughout it. Right, but like his segues and stuff's nothing but him. You know what I mean. Yeah, he, he sort of narrates it. Right, but I, don't, I wouldn't say it's a podcast where it's just him talking. Yeah, but man, that's a good podcast that I listened it to. Was. I think there's what twenty five episodes, and we listen to it in like a week. Yeah, we binge listen to it. Binge listen. Binge listen to it. I'd start it. I'd start a podcast when I laid down and get about eleven minutes through it and fall asleep, and then have to pick back up on it the next morning. I'd always just listen to them in the tractor at work. Yeah, but man, that was a good podcast. So what I'm getting at, there's two things. It looks as if you come in here and did some research and prepared for the podcast because you have all my journals and everything that I had over there written down, covered slap up. Yeah. Why? I mean, well, let's get one thing straight. This is my desk right here. That your journals are occupying. Your desk is over there on your fold-out table. Okay? But when I'm in here reading my Bible or on the computer or journaling, that's where I sit. Well, maybe we should change that. And your books and journal and everything else is scattered throughout the house. Exactly. So now you think you're going to take my spot. I've honed it in. Okay. I don't know. I would like. So, so what all you got over there? Let's look. We got. Okay. So we start off. We got the Foxfire book, Foxfire 2, and Foxfire 3. Okay. Pretty sure. I think there's a fourth one, but I'm not sure. Right. I have a book called Unleashed Potential by Jeff Forrester. That was sent to you. It was sent to me as a gift. And I'm. That was sent to me. Are you about to pick it back up and start reading it again? That is the goal. Okay. Well, I'm sure he would be happy if you read the gift that he gave you. Oh, I know he would. And I'm waiting to read it because you told me I couldn't read it until you got done with it. Exactly. Because it's your book, air quotes. Exactly. You need to hurry up because I'm waiting. Well, keep on. Uh, And then I have this book called Ballad of a Turkey Hunter by Hunter Farrier. Which is a guy we met at the G-O-N blast. Yeah, he's going to be on the podcast one day. Once once we finish this book. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to read that book right before spring. That that turkey hunting book. Oh, to get in preparation like, for turkey hunting? Yeah. that's Just like this 10th Legion book? Yeah, that's mine too. Uh, yeah, I know. 
That's that's my book. Merry Christmas. I got it. That's got a signed piece of paper with Tom Kelly's name on it. I know it. Thank you. Get it. And it's got a turkey feather that come with it. I know it. And a and a little handwritten note from mm-hmm. Tom Kelly. Thank you, Cooney. And then the other book I got over here is called The U.S. Constitution and Other Writings. That's got just a bunch of documents from the United States. Oh, really? Let me yeah. see that. It's got a... Let me see the a, font in that book, because that's got to be some small font. No, actually, it ain't. Not to me, anyway. It might be to you, because you can't see from here to to your lenses on your glasses. It's got hmm. all kinds of stuff in it. Constitution... I think I read the other day I was reading the Monroe Doctrine. Right. Then the purchase of Alaska. It's got the purchase of Louisiana in there too. Right. All the all the all what you would call the important documents of the United States, but it goes all the way from I think the something letters at the beginning I ain't read them yet, but all the way to I want to say the 2016 election. I see some documents in here from that tyrant known as Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. The Gettysburg Address. Yeah. Second inaugural address. Yeah, all the all the stuff from the Lincoln era is in there. Right. Gettysburg Address. The uh, what was that? Emancipation Proclamation. Hmm. All you know. Ten dollars. Give me it. Well, you need to clean up my my mess over there that you've made now. Well, this is me telling you that you have to leave because I'm reclaiming my territory over here. Then so, I got a regulations book and two regulations books. So why didn't you record a podcast? By I mean, what what about? I, I get it that you say listening to a podcast with one person talking you don't like. And if I don't like it, I'm not going to make nobody else listen to it. Well, believe me, you're not making anyone not listen to this I don't podcast. Wanna, it's not that I I don't want to make them listen to it. It's if I don't like something, I'm not going to do the same thing. Well, you do realize what, especially may, maybe one reason we've decided not to have any guests here of recent is because we are trying to build Cooney's podcasting up where Cooney talks more and more and doesn't breathe as hard into the mic like he is right now. I'm not breathing hard into the mic. All I hear is you're breathing. And so we said we're we're gonna we're gonna take a step back and not have so many guests so Cooney can build it up and help it help Cooney feel like this is indeed his podcast as well. That he ain't just a little bitty boy in the podcast room. So I thought to myself, what a better way, what a better way for Cooney to do that, for him to just put something out on his own, open table. It You didn't even have to talk about outdoors. You could have just talked about your day. You could have talked about your experience of doing a podcast on your own. But you chose not to. Not trying to make excuses, but let, let me just go through some challenges I would have encountered that I know for a fact I would have <clears> encountered. <throat> you like to do this thing. We'll record a podcast, and then it'll be an hour, hour and a half long. 
No, it ain't got no meat on it. So we'll record it either right after or the next day we'll do a whole new one. So if I was to have recorded a podcast by myself and you said it didn't have no meat on it, then we would have been left recording one anyway. And I feel like the chances of that happen were 70 to 80%. I told you you could post it and everything. Just put it up and I would have listened to it on the ride home. And then what would have happened if you wouldn't have liked it on the ride home? I'd have just said, hey, Cooney, maybe next time you try this or try this or think about this. Because believe you me, I am no podcast guru myself. We're doing this for fun. You know what I mean? We're doing this uh, for fellowship. We're doing this. The history of our, our lives, memories, the history of other people. You know what I mean? And I mean, we're all in. Don't get me wrong. I hated that that we didn't get this one out on time, and that was totally my fault because I knew I got scheduled to be on the 307 podcast last week sometime, and it totally slipped my mind because I like the podcast to be, if we have a guest, you know, we're, we're on their time constraints. So, yeah. we, so we had to. We have to meet in the middle and meet them. Either they come here or we go to them, vice versa. And we release it. That would normally be our. And it what it just, when they got released, like I like them to be time evident. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I like them to be time evident. Now, for the other podcast, the off the elevator one, mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily be, have to be like that. You see what I'm saying? Because the the topic's a lot more broad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For them. But for for this one with me and you is uh I like to I like it to be like on time. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Well a lot of the stuff we talk about is more time relevant, like when we're talking about the hunt we went on. Right, or the It'd be hunt. odd for us to talk about a hunt we went on a month ago. Right. Right. I mean, unless there was a lesson to get out of it or something. So so you're saying that your challenges just stopped you flat foot from even doing it. Yeah. Hmm. That's exactly what I'm saying. Well, you know why? There was there was two things lacking there. What's that? You didn't want to? And you didn't have to. I can agree. You did not want to. And you did not have to. Right? Yeah. So so just break it down in Cooney's head. In Cooney's life, what is something Cooney wants to do? Uh, I mean, there's a lot Cooney wants to do. Okay. So just just start. Let's start simple. And that when we're done with this podcast, what does Cooney want to do? Cooney, do you got a lizard in your throat? No. I mean, there's something just gurgling. I know. Is it's, your, is I your, don't know why it's. Is your tongue swollen? No. You. We've got to get you a pop filter or something. It is wearing no. me out. See, this is why I told you, because yesterday we were going to try to record the podcast while you were going to be on another one in the truck. Yeah. 
And this is why I told you it wouldn't work. These, these mics just pick up on every little noise well, in the you, world. You know, there would there would have been nothing in the world wrong with trying that. But we, but we have tried it before. Not in we, the truck. We, yeah, we've tried just sitting still in the truck. Did no, the truck not even running or nothing? Tried to record a podcast right after a hunt, and we couldn't. I don't remember that. I do. I remember we tested it outside. When we was talking about doing a little on the tailgate episode, like, like immediately after we hunted or fished or, or did a little hike, you yeah. know what I mean? I remember we tested it doing that, but I don't remember doing it in the truck. I think I think we would be <clears throat> able to do it like that, but we'd have to get some type of different mic that didn't right. pick up all this noise. So what is? I want to go in there in the living room and sit down and play farming simulator. That's what I want to do. <laughs> wow. Wow. I do. But what do we what what do I want to do? When you, when you want to go and do the six mile run right. we're about to go do. Okay. So why do I want to do that? Better you? Better yourself? Okay. What do you mean? What does that have to why why do I have to? Because you're going to run a race. And I have to prepare. And yeah, and you have to be ready <clears throat> so you don't just collapse out there. Right. I don't want to double down on you on the the standards uh, uh, conversation we had last week. But the first step is is for yourself. And that, it is a selfish way to look at it. Is, is you Do you want to? So, did Cooney want to record or try to challenge himself and come up with a topic and come up and just let it roll? And then, if he said, yes, I want to, then that means I have to put in the work to do it. I have to say, okay, I know Daddy has a standard of there's got to be some meat to it, and the sound quality has to be good for yeah. him for him to say, "Okay, those are the have tos, right?" Which would be a challenge too. So, but so instead, you just said, "Nope, ain't gonna do it." You could have done it, son, and I bet it would have been awesome. But I didn't want to do it. I know. I didn't want to do a solo podcast. So is it your motivation? I don't think it is. So how do you know if you don't want to do something that's challenging to you if you don't at least try it? How, how do you perceive that? Well, in this particular case, like I said, I've listened to podcasts where it's just one person talking the whole time and it's not not something I enjoy. Well, then you look and you say, okay, how can I, Cooney, make this something that I want somebody to say, hey, that was pretty good, or I enjoyed that? Because if you're so adamant about you've listened to podcasts with just one person talking, you should know what it is you don't like about them, right? Yeah. So you could have said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna try this different than what 
different way to to do a a single person podcast. (laughs) Son, I'm going to come over there. And I'm going to grab you by the shoulders, and I'm going to shake your head off your body. Well, I mean, let's think about it. There's in a, in a scene in a I'm going to call it a solo cast. In a solo cast, there is one person, one microphone, one set of headphones, and this person is just talking. Yeah. Talking about something they want to talk about, either themselves, something they find interesting, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you can do it. With one person. Okay. So, so, how would you, if you had wanted to do it, what would have been the had to, the have to, once you started? I would have to have another person with me. <laughs> I mean, I don't Oh, my gosh. I'm going to. Maybe later on down the road, I might we might section off, and I maybe, might I maybe, might do a series where maybe, it's just me. Maybe we do a nine mile run tonight this evening. Nah, I ain't big on that. <laughs> because you are being so unreceptive. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with the six. The six. Yeah, my my chart says six miles, so so I'm gonna stick with. My gosh, son. do you understand what I'm saying about the want and the have to? Yeah, I understand. So. Maybe it's motivation. Maybe I'm just looking at it the wrong way. That maybe you need some type of motivation. You like doing the podcast, right? Yeah, I enjoy yeah. it. Do you enjoy the feedback you get from it? Yeah. Do you look forward to doing it? Yeah. Okay. But I don't. I don't think it's something I would want to do. I don't, I don't. It's not something I want to do by myself. Right. I don't want to do a podcast by well, myself. So, so if you would have had the original want and you said, I don't want to do this by myself, maybe you would have said, okay, well, if I don't want to put a podcast out by myself, then maybe I call Buck and get Buck over here. <laughs> or, or... <laughs> Since Cooney basically had full reign to do the podcast himself, maybe he goes up there and gets G-Money. G-Money would have been on the mic quick, son. You know he would. Yeah, he would have. Right? Yeah. Or maybe you ask your mama to get on here. But she doesn't do the outdoors things like we do. But you can talk to her about it. It was Cooney's free run. You could have... Hey, Mama, what you think about all this hunting we do? Or, Mama, what what about when I was a little kid and remember we went hunting and you went and sat with Buck and Daddy sat with me and I killed him? When I killed my first deer. See, you had a story and everything. Yeah, I guess Mama could have gave her. Mama Mama cooks all the meat, so she could have gave me like a recipe. Yeah, she could have talked about cooking deer meat. See, now your wheels are turning. But you 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 can't look at something... And say, man, I don't want to do that. When you are tasked with something, really and truthfully, you was in a, in order to keep the standard up that we have together of releasing a podcast every Monday, Mm -hmm. you was really in the have to, but you didn't want to, so you never got to the had to. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, makes sense. Because Because it wasn't something that 
that was detrimental to your life, like eating or drinking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you just chose not to do it. But do you see now all the other things you could have done? Yeah. You could have got one of your friends over here. You could have got one of them. Y'all all the time meeting up and having bonfires and hanging out and doing this and that. And you, you're about to start a new job here in a week or two. You could have talked about, you know, your excitement about that or your, your experience of a 17-year-old boy changing different jobs after working one job for about three years or two years, however long you've been there. You got so much to offer, man. What's wrong with you? I don't I don't I don't think about stuff like that though. I don't my, my thoughts don't run that deep. I'm a <laughs> I'm a go with the flow type of person. Right. I'm more of a sit there, observe the conversation, so, make comments when needed. That's the kind of person I am. I'm not bit I'm not a conversation starter. I'm a com I'm a, I add to the conversation. Wow. That's what I am. Wow. I'm the comment section of the conversation. I was actually looking forward. I think I think that book right there pretty much says says it all. That book that I just keep looking at that I felt like you should have read by the title alone, I felt like you should have read fifty two times. Unleashed potential. Yeah. I mean it's just sitting there staring at you, Coney. I've read the first chapter. Okay, we'll read the rest of it. I, I feel like you've set it down for so long, you need to pick it back up. You told me it was that you like reading it. I do. The words are big. It's got big font? Yeah. Let me see it. it it'd be a lot easier for you to read. Big to me, anyway. Wow. I know. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, see? Big old font. So why don't you have this book read by the end of the week? Oh, no. You could have this book read by, well, no, today's Tuesday. How many pages are in it? I think it's a hundred and eleven. And just so y'all know, when I read a book, I don't read the prologue or the introduction, and I don't read the, the little afterward part. You got too many stipulations going on with yourself. I've, son. I've never read the prologue. I don't of a do book. this. I don't wear a mask. I don't. <laughs> I don't do. I don't do nothing that's communism. I don't do nothing that's socialism. Well, who do I look like? Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Just hush with all this stuff you don't do. No, I, I wasn't saying I don't like. It's a regime. I'm starting against prologues and books i'm just saying that's not something i do right i don't i don't read the pro i just go straight to chapter one and okay. start reading it's not so, like i'm against it so you know this conversation we just had right yeah with with these challenges you said you was faced and and with this my mind don't work like that i think uh-huh. i th- i think you don't realize your potential. I think so. I know so. I know so. A hundred percent. Well, I'm gonna. I'll tell you what I'll do. You've got a great personality. You've got great humor. Your your mind. You are very intelligent. Very intelligent. You can do anything. You would have crushed that podcast. 
You would have crushed it. I know you would have. But you, from the very get-go, you looked at these minute molehills and you piled them up against yourself. Piled them up against yourself. And you said, nope. Ain't even going to try it. Ain't even going to try it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was you going to say? I, I feel like he was going to say something, but I just crushed it. <laughs> Maybe in the future there'll be a time when I do a podcast by myself. I don't think yesterday was the right time. Okay, so let, let's talk about this. Do you feel when when we're done with this podcast that when we go out here to the track, which we got to go all the way around the city. Now, our city's not that big. It's only six square miles. The city that we live next to. Uh, but we got to go all the way around it because they're paving the highway. Oh, that's right. Man, I, when I come home yesterday from uh, being with Chad and Blake, the longest, well, the majority of my trip was waiting on the highway right here by the house. I got hung up in that traffic. And, uh, I don't know what the pilot car was doing. They was more interested in talking to somebody. But, man, I sat waiting at the flaggers forever. Man, it was so irritating. You know what? What? what, That sign that they have sitting out there on the side of the road, when they first put it out there, it said, Road work begins 9-27-21 from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Or 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., my bad. And then, and it said that for a week straight. And then all of a sudden, I come by one day and it says 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Yeah, they changed the hours. They changed the hours. Yeah. I think they got to thinking, whoa, cuz there's about to be a lot of folks coming to work in the mornings. Well, here's what I think a lot of people getting to work. A lot of people are going to be traveling through that area. It probably would have been better for them to do it at 7 p.m. and 7 a.m. No, not at all. Because the they would have got the brunt of that six a.m. traffic. Uh, okay, I, my bad. I'm, I miss I misunderstood the sign. It was saying they're gonna be done by six p.m. or six a.m. Yeah, yeah. Right. That makes more sense. Yeah, I don't know absolutely. what I was thinking. Tony, you got to realize your potential, son. You got to realize that these bogus challenges you're coming up with is just laziness. Bogus challenges? Yeah. What challenges? You said, look at the challenges I was facing. Daddy might say there ain't no meat in it and make me record it again. But, well, you might understand we're in this potty <laughs> reel. Your your vote overrides my vote every day of the week, twice on Sundays. So, Wow. Let's, let's just be real. Well, start showing me some dang potential, son. Start showing me that you know you got potential. I know I do. You know what I mean? Then I'm roll just, with it. I don't. I'm not. I'm not the type of person that just goes and and does spectacular things. You all say the time. way too many. I'm not, and I don't. Well, I'm not. You're, I, you're closing. I've never done that. My whole cl- life, I've never been the type of person take, that just does brand new take, stuff all the take time. Take it from somebody. Take it from somebody who knows their self, who did the same thing. All you're doing is closing your mind. I don't. And I did that all the way up to I become an alcoholic, and it got even worse. 
throughout my drinking. Now, I'm not but a little over a year in recovery, but I'm going to tell you, I don't do that no more. That I don't and I'm not. I don't do that no more. I don't. Period. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it, I I have took on some things I probably wouldn't have did before the podcast come out, like the nine-mile race we're supposed to be doing. What's that? That's a 5K, right? 15K. 15K. Yeah. The nine that we're supposed to be doing, I never would have did that. Yeah. But we met somebody through the podcast. Yeah. John Gardena. John Gardena. I always say right. Gordita. Yeah, because you're more hun. Because I'm not going to say Gardena. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just say it for so, you. So, so, but now, but now you may not be able to make it to that with your new job. Yeah, that's right. But, but you're to. still going to try. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, quit saying I don't and I ain't and I can't and I won't. And I won't, and I will, not, not, and all this other mess. Just pour into it. Hit it head on. Like a nail. I'm the hammer. And like a baseball man. Like a, knock, base, like a knock, baseball man? Knock it out the park. So I finally got back into the woods, into the deer woods. I had yeah. two, two little old light hunts. Uh, me and Buck did a spot and stalk Saturday morning. Man had the perfect wind. I mean, the perfect wind for the property we was hunting. And just didn't see no dad blasted deer. I don't know if they wasn't moving, if they just wasn't there, or what the deal was. Uh, I didn't even go. Right. I didn't go Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. But you did practice your bow Sunday, didn't you? Saturday. Saturday? Yeah. Practice your bow. After when, when you it, and Buck got back, me and him shot. Now, let's bit. not be super repetitive on a podcast we already did, but what are your plans on getting out and finding your own spot? I got to find it. I mean, right. got to go somewhere I ain't never been before. Well, you need to get fired Scout up on it. Scout the area. Yeah. See if there's potential, the, the, if the, there the, is. The people want to hear about it, man. They, they waiting to hear what Cooney's doing. We got some messages on it. Let, let's let's give them some info. I got it. Get to it. Finding finding good spots takes time. Finding good spots takes getting out of the driveway first. Yeah, you're right. Let's just be real with it. Yeah. Uh. So then I had a uh, me and Buck went again Sunday morning, and Buck got busted. Had a deer come in behind him. Uh, it didn't blow, but uh, he got busted. I didn't see nothing Sunday, nothing at all. So it was pretty uneventful and for two morning hunts. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting back out there this weekend, though, and burning it up. I might go this weekend. Man, what was you telling me about... They found a hunter's bones in Idaho. In Idaho, yeah. In Idaho, yeah. I got some. Got some what my, was it? My research. Okay, Cooney around see, the country. I do research. 
Coney around the I country. I did get a lot of comments on my on the Coney around the country title. Yeah, man. I didn't. I'm not around the country. I don't right. know that. <laughs> so there's a dude named Raymond Jones. Raymond Jones. Him and a buddy of his named Ralph Fearson in Creek. And that's in Limhi, Idaho. I think okay. that's how you say it. They went hunting mule deer. Okay. And after a while, they done went up a mountain a little bit. And after they got up there, old Jones decided he wanted to go after some mountain goat. And Fearson said, I'm going to keep going after these mule deer. So they spot and stalk. Yeah, pretty okay. much. Yeah. So he goes over the mountain. That's the last time he was ever seen. He was the one going after mountain goat? Yeah. Okay. He went after the mountain goats and was never seen again. Was it pretty treacherous terrain? Real rocky and mm-hmm. whatnot? Yeah, it was rocky terrain. It was in... Steep. Back in 1968, September 7th. 1968? Yeah. Wow. And they they just found him this year? Yep, September 7th. Who found or him? September 17th. It was an out-of-state hunter from Arizona. Was doing the same thing. He was hunting mountain goats. Okay. And he that I I can same thing hunting mountain goats and he come up on the come up and he found the skull. Okay. So we went to the sheriff's department down there and reported it to the sheriff and they set out the day after to go out there and they found the ID card on him that showed it was him. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Like a driver's license or what? I I think so. Was he a it, resident it, it, it just of Idaho? Identification. Was was he a resident of Idaho? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was a resident of Idaho. Cool. That's pretty much how it went. Well, not cool that he passed away up there hunting, but... They they believe it was either an animal attack or a rock slide. Wow. An animal attack. Mm Mm-hmm. Like a grizzly bear or a cougar or something? Something like that. Yeah, something up there in the mountains of Idaho. Not really familiar with Idaho territory. Hmm. I'm assuming probably bear or cougar. Wow. But I... I myself would be, would believe a rock slide more than an animal attack, because right. I, f- I feel like if he got attacked by an animal, the other guy would have hurt him. I don't know yeah. how far away they were, though. You know. Well, you know, you got the, the maybe the weather. I don't know. Wind could have been blowing. Yeah, could have been raining. Shoot, could have been snowing. Could have been doing all kinds of stuff. So nineteen sixty eight. Nineteen sixty eight. Wow. So he's been missing for 53 years. 53 years. Mm-hmm. That is a long time. Did you read anything that, you know, said anything about his family? There was one story, there was one account in there of his dad. After after uh, Jones went missing, his dad put all of his archery stuff up in the closet and vowed to never touch it again until they found him. Really? How, how his his parents were are deceased now. Okay, so they never actually got to see him. Right, got to know that he was found. But right, how how old was he when he went missing? Oh, he was thirty nine. Thirty nine. Man, that's interesting. Been out there all that time. Mm-hmm. All that time. And all it took was one person hunting the same patch of land. Right. Just come across him. That bum. Hmm. Wow. So you going to hunt this weekend or what? Probably. You, more than likely. What You feel confident at what, 20 yards? 
I'm going to say like 30 yards. I feel confident. That, yeah, about 20, 30, 20 yards. Right. I'd feel confident shooting at that. Right. Hmm. I don't know. I did better. I usually get, usually when I'm shooting, I get one arrow in the, in the red, and all the rest of them either go in the woods behind or don't know where they go. So you're only getting one in the red? I was. But the other day when we were shooting, I was able to put two in the red each time. Right. And the other one would be just a hair off to the left or the right. Just a hair off the red? Mm-hmm. Okay. I would suggest that you're grouping them all in the red at 20. All of them in the red at 20. Because you know how it is when you're out there hunting. You're you're not going to, for you to have that angle of shooting straight on to that target at an animal is going to be very rare. Right? Yeah. So I would suggest that you get them all grouping in the red at 20 yards at different angles. See what I'm saying? Okay. See what I'm because if if an animal's quartered to you or quartered away or whatever it may be, or if you're hunting in a stand, you know, that's a different angle there too. Yeah, so, that's shooting yeah. down. Right. So you you need to hit at different angles consistently, not just straight on. A lot of people do that. They get out and hunt, or excuse me, they they get out and they shoot at a target straight on all the time. Straight on. Straight on. Straight. And I mean we'll be driving tacks, dude. Driving tacks. And then you hear about them going, and, and I mean they're shooting a bow, and you're like, dang, this joker right here is good with a bow, son. Until there's an animal in front of them. And you got wind you got other animals walking around and you've got angles and the next thing you know they've done hit the joker in the neck you know what i mean or made a bad shot the next thing i mean so you need to in my in my opinion work angles too you see what i'm saying yeah because you've got to be able to picture that arrow however that deer is standing going through the vitals you see what i mean and if you work that target with different angles you'll sort of, it'll help you understand what the angle is for those vitals when it's standing in different spots you get what i'm saying yeah because obviously if the deer's body the deer's turn looking at a certain way it's muscles and stuff they stretch so it makes sense. Well, and stuff and, moves around, and that shoulder blade's got some movement to it as well. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you want to be able to see the angle, and you know, define that shoulder blade and and just different things, man. So being being a novice bow hunter like yourself, just starting out, mm-hmm. I think it's important to. Group all three arrows, if that's what you're shooting, all three good at different angles. And then that's going to help you understand the angles of the vital when the animal's standing. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. Because that's the light. Because, look, if you get out there and you're dead confident at 20 yards and you've said in your mind that I'm not taking a shot further than 20 yards, mm-hmm. okay, I believe you can adhere to that, okay? But if an animal comes up and gets maybe 22, 23 yards out, let's say it's just a show enough nice buck. A show enough nice buck. The biggest buck you've ever seen in the woods. Are you going to go and say, okay, that's 23, 24, 25 yards. I'm going to take it. Yeah. Are you going to take it? Yeah. Okay. If it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, yeah. So you need to... You need to practice a little bit further as well, I think, than what your limit is. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You need to practice a little bit further than what your limit is. And then you you also need to um I would move that target around in the yard too. Because you you get set up and you can picture what twenty yards is in this location from the driveway to where you're shooting the target but take it and put it in the backyard at 20 yards and then take it and put it the opposite way at 20 yards and then go in this patch of woods right here and put it at 20 yards you see what i mean yeah that way you can help develop your mind on knowing what 20 yards is unless you're going to use a range finder you don't have a range finder, right? No. So I'm going to have to eyeball it the old school way. Right. So you're working on the total aspect of I'm going to learn. I'm going to get good at 20 yards. And I'm going to shoot a little bit further. But I'm also shooting angles. And I'm also making sure I'm getting honed in to what 20 yards is. Right? Yeah. Because it never fails. Let's say you're hunting a shooter house or a stand, and you've got a 20-yard marker out there, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So you're picturing where that 20-yard marker is. Maybe you've set a rock in a certain spot, and that deer, that deer's not going to walk right beside that rock. It never helped. It never had a difference, right? That deer may be at a different angle, and be, but because you're so fixated on that 20-yard marker at that rock, that deer, you might think that deer's 25 yards and really it's on only 18. You know what I mean? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I would suggest doing that as well. You know what I mean? Now, I don't mind going out there with you and sitting in the buddy stand or the shooter house and helping you adhere to 20 yards. But I'm going to tell you this. If a nison walks up and it's past 20 yards, I ain't going to let you shoot at it. Just, it ain't going to happen. Period. We ain't going to feed the coyotes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're going to be ready, you're going to be ready. Well, so you got, I need to be ready. 
yeah so you got to get up and put the work in yeah you know what i mean practice more right that's all i can do that's all you can do get going so that that's my suggestion i ain't gonna beat it to death work angles get good groups work your yardage angles good groups work your yardage and always keep in good form with how you shoot right you can watch a million a million youtube videos of somebody telling you how you you need to shoot take and leave from whatever you want with that how you how you're going to shoot how you're going to shoot period yeah i mean so all that makes sense yeah work at work the angles yeah work the yardage get good groups you'll be ready to go sounds like a plan you ain't gonna do it in two days no you behind the gun but you got all the way to in february you know what i mean yeah so you got it going on that extended archery season okay so let's talk about let's talk about this six mile jog we're about to do let's let's be real it's a six mile jog jog as you call it jog yeah. walk but now you the seven mile one we did the other night i jogged 98 percent of it yeah i'd say you definitely jogged a lot more of it than i did oh yeah so what when you're out there working out being you know we're new to working out what what is going on in your mind is it that this sucks and i don't want to be here or what what is it do you do you have the feeling that you're actually training to do something do you have a feeling that you're actually getting your body in shape and this is going to be something you're going to continue to do it feels good to be working out and it feels good after working out there is like there's only one time at, at a certain point where i'm just like all right it's time to wrap this up and it's not that i don't want to be doing it and it's not that it's just completely wore me out. It's just because it, it is repetitive. And I can't take but so much of the same thing over and over again before I just got to do something different. And I figured that out when we did that seven mile the other day. Right. About mile five, I was like, all right, this is this is starting to get aggravating. <laughs> and it, and it, ain't, it ain't because I'm, I'm having to move. It ain't like I want, all right, I'm tired of walking. I want to sit down. So I'm tired of I'm tired of doing the same thing. I've been doing the same thing now for an hour. Right. It's time to do something else. You you see what I'm saying? There's like there's a challenge to it, but there's not really a challenge to it. What? There's not a chat in your mind. There's not a challenge to it because when you hit a certain point, you go to walking. And I noticed the other night there was one time I seen you. After you went to walk and you picked up and started jogging a little bit one time. So my, my suggestion, being a novice, not knowing what in the world I'm doing, right, mm -hmm. is if you know mile five, you're going to start doing that. Take the time you just said in your mind, right? You said after an hour, I was like, okay, this is enough. Go faster. Push yourself. Get more done in that hour. 
and then there'll be less to do after that hour. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but my my mind doesn't. But go ahead with the but. No, I don't even want to talk no more. I'm done. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> my mind's not in the state of. I want to, like when I hit mile five, I wasn't. Okay, this is really aggravating. I want to get these two more miles in faster. It was okay. This is aggravating. I'm done. Time to go. Bump on them two miles. I I, I could care less about them two miles. You see, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just I don't know what it is, but if I do the same thing for an hour, hour and a half, mm-hmm. like the exact same thing over and over, because we're not walking. It's we're not like we're doing one big round round loop. We're doing the same loop seven for seven miles. I'm right. seeing the same thing for two hours. But that was a pr- we worked out at the landfill uh, because the track was slap packed. They had a car show going on there, and there was people just hanging out on the track. And I didn't feel like jogging around them. You know what I mean? Yeah, it took you four hours to get turned around in that thing. Hey, I got a work truck, son. I got a twenty five hundred. But the way you were, but the way you bed. were working that that parking lot was really weird because you like. You, you kind of acted like you wanted to go jog, and you kind of looked like you was going to turn into a spot, and then you just kept going. And then you'd slow down like you was about to turn around right there, and you just kept going. So, so if I'm hearing you right, you're, you're just saying once you get to a certain, a certain point, you're just like, I don't want to do it no more. Yeah. Now, is that because you're wore out tired? Or you're just, and and this ain't no dig right here. This ain't trying to be funny. Or just because you're being lazy. What well, I mean, what is it? I don't. I don't think it's neither. Right. Because it, it's like the same. Same at work. R- running those tractors. Mm-hmm. The stuff we do. You you're pretty much doing the same thing all day. Right. It's just one thing after another. The same thing. Right. After about two hours, I. I so so what what if you say you're going to get better? Each time you do it, it's almost like it's almost like it gets boring after a certain point. What if you say you're going to do better each time you do it? Like I'm going to, each time I go out and do a run, I want my jog, whatever walk. I want my times to be faster. My average times, um, my average times. My my mile, my first mile, I want it to be faster. Why don't you say some of that? I mean, that don't I don't I don't see how that would help the case. Help the case of what? I mean, I could I could run the same mile. I could run like right now I'm averaging an eighteen minute mile. It's like eighteen minutes and thirty something seconds. Right. I feel like if I was running a seven minute mile it would still just be boring after mile five because now I've done the same thing for five miles straight. You see what you see yeah, what but, I'm saying? But it would be done in twenty minutes. Yeah, but it's like, but what I'm doing is I'm going out here and I'm doing this thing repetitively <laughs> for a certain amount of time. Then turn around and run it backwards. It's the same thing. Just looking at the other side of the tree. <laughs> Cooney, one day, one day. This is why I like doing this podcast, by the way, 
is because it gives a perspective. You know, sometimes I go, I pull away from the outdoor stuff and because I like to talk to you about how your mind works. And I find it really intriguing sometimes of the excuses you come up with that I know are bull crap. They're not excuses. <laughs> if something, if I'm bored for doing something repetitively, that's not an excuse. That's but, just what it is. <laughs> so, in trying to to pull any <laughs> any logical <laughs> explanation out of you. Is like trying to pull teeth, son. All I said was after mile five, it just got to a point where I didn't want to do it no more. <laughs> you are so smart that it's, it's not even good for yourself. What do you mean? <laughs> because you know why you're doing it. You you know why you stop and walk. You know why you stop and walk. I stopped and walked because I, I couldn't run no more. Because it sucked, right? Because it sucked. But... The, but that that's no that's nothing to do with what you i'm saying you didn't stop and and walk because it was like oh i'm tired of doing this that's not what i'm saying at all i didn't say that i've never said that never once in my life have i said that then why don't you get it done faster because it's still gonna be boring <laughs> still i love you to death no matter no matter if i do it in two days two hours two minutes two seconds it's boring i love you to death I really do. Hey, here's an idea. Let's go outside and do the exact same thing for the rest of our life. It'll but, be the best fun you ever had in your life. Don't you want to be healthy, though? Yeah, but I feel like there's other ways of being healthy than seeing the same tree. What else would you like to run or jog? I wouldn't like to run <laughs> or jog or walk. So you want to hit the weights? I'd much rather do weights than... Right. Because I, I have my music blaring. Talking, right? I mean, there's there's a lot. It's a lot more funner doing weights, and I feel I feel like if it was a lot more funner, is that even a word? Funner? I feel like it's not a word. <laughs> if it was a lot more funner, I, it wouldn't be so boring, and I'd want to do more of it. Right. But like I said, as I as I look at this chart we've been given, and I see where like Sunday, I think it's a eight nine mile run. Are you dreading it? Looking at it? Yes. <laughs> Get eight. It's it's it's, it's not that it's, I'm. Oh my God! Now I'm gonna have to go out here to the track and walk around and see the same tree forever. Man, when I started July first, I walked forty minutes, I think, in Panama City, and I walked what I felt was a brisk walk. And like when I would try to jog, man, it would kill my shins. Like, kill them, right? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm setting setting the track on fire by no means. But my miles and stuff, my legs and tendons and stuff weren't strong enough for me to even be doing that. Uh, but because I didn't give up and I kept doing it, now I missed some days, don't get me wrong, Um I could feel my legs and stuff getting stronger. And uh, my miles was like yours. They was 18 and 19 minute miles. But now they're like 14 minute miles 
on average. You know what I'm saying? And it it makes me feel good that I could see that going on. And I'm losing weight. If I could get my head out of my butt and get my diet where it should be, I'd really be losing some weight. See, you, you think long term. I think short term. I think that's what the problem is. I like I like everything I do to be short, sweet, and to the point. I like it to be there, be gone. Do it, get it over with, go on to the next thing. I'm not big on work out for two months and see the results at the end of two months. I want to see them now. I want it now. Got to have it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, son, it's not going to work like that. It's, it's not going to work like that. It's going to have to. There's no choice. It's not. See, that's why I like these podcasts. I like them. This father and son. See, this, I, I, like, I like to do stuff where I'm doing this task, and then 10 minutes later, I'm doing something completely different. Then 15 minutes later, I'm doing something completely well, maybe, different. Which I don't really know how it goes. Maybe you need to look into some CrossFit or something. I don't, I'm, I don't know how that goes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or maybe maybe, maybe your thing would would be weight training. You know what I mean? I, I feel like I feel like when you, when you're running mm-hmm. or jogging and walking like we're doing, yeah, time's just dragging by, and you're we're steadily and we got that that Strava app on our phone. I don't know about you, but I'm steadily looking at it like, oh my gosh, I'm not even done with two miles yet, and it's been thirty well, put, minutes. Put that put that thing up and just just go. And push yourself until you absolutely, positively have to walk, right? Mm-hmm. And then after that, when you catch your breath, when you get your legs back, take off again and say, I'm not going to check this booger until the second time I have to walk. And then check it. Quit looking at it. You know what I mean? I just feel like time Don't drags look- by. When I'm doing or, or a, don't, a, a cardio or, exercise. Or don't, or don't use it at all. You don't have to use it at all. I'll tell you when you're done. No. <laughs> That's I'll tell, not how that works. I'll tell you when you're like done. When I was in wrestling, when I did wrestling, mm-hmm. wrestling practices flew by. And I guess it was because we were constantly yeah. doing drills. Yeah. Bear crawls. Bear crawls, sit-ups, yeah. push-ups, all that stuff. Well, maybe you need to look into doing something like that then. Maybe. But I'm going to require you. To continue to do these runs. See, see what uh, I'm saying? His his boat's uh, always over mine. It, but no, if if you can still get that weekend off for the 15K, I'd really like to do it with you. And I'd still want to do it. But then we got to train for it. And the time for now is right now, so we need to cut this short. We ain't going to get to your hogs that you mm-hmm. wanted to talk about. We'll have to save that for well, the next episode. Already an hour and four minutes into this thing. Yeah. Uh, and you've got a goal for the next podcast. You're going to talk about that book that Jeff sent you, right? Yep. I'm excited for it. Me too. I love you, boy. Love you, papa. Holler, y'all. Deuces.